Hello, everyone. Rebecca Reinhardt here, the unintentional porn star. Yes, you heard that right. Last season, we took you through the logistical side of what it was like having a personal sex tape posted online without my consent. This season, I want to focus on healing. I hope that through my story, I can just inspire you to become the best version of yourself because you are amazing. So let's talk, shall we? Let's talk tough tops. Just a personal disclaimer that I am not an expert on any of these topics, and I do encourage you to go reach out for some real help if you need it. There is nothing wrong with reaching out for help, and in fact, it has helped me get to where I am today. I can't wait for us to go through this podcast, and I am losing breath. Here we go. We are here with my dear friend, Natalie. Do I have a last name in it? Sure. Okay, you yeah. have to say it. Okay, Kaluznik. Kaluznik. Because <laughs> my brain doesn't, you know what I mean. It's said just as it's spelled. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Natalie and I live in the same building as Nicolette on our previous episode. So we all have like a bit, little hubble of great people. And, you know, we always get into these intellectual conversations and kind of just talking about life. And Natalie and I, and a bunch of our other friends, but Natalie and I were thinking of doing an episode here on anxiety. And we might touch on a few other issues. I know we wanted to talk about ageism and um, I think like celebrating like who you are, like your sense of self or something. But I think the biggest thing is the topic of anxiety. And so I know originally, if I can share this, you were a bit nervous and almost didn't want to do a podcast episode, which makes sense. Like anxiety causes a lot of fears or what have you, right? So it makes sense. And now you're here and it's so brave and bold. And so I'm so thankful. I'm so excited. You're, yeah, I was really nervous when you like brought up season two of Tops and stuff. And like, I was really motivated to like be a part of it in some aspect, but then I would come home and like think about being a part of the conversation. I was so nervous to just be exposed like that. Mm -hmm. It's very vulnerable. Like I think the thing that people, you know, as, as like, as I'm putting out a podcast, people think it's just like easy where it's like, what you're saying is so true. It's actually extremely vulnerable. All these conversations, all of the little mistakes that happen is vulnerable. And so to step in like you're doing as well with those fears is like, honestly, like it's, you kind of understand. And then, and then when you release it, you're going to be going through a whole nother whack load of vulnerability. Oh girl. Yeah. No, I, yeah. We're here for it. Yeah. I need to release it quick so I don't regret it. Yeah. But let's get into it. I'm so excited. Sorry if that clap just alerted. No, everyone. do it all. Do it all. They're awake. I'm so excited. They're awake. They're yeah. awake. Um, okay. So I also like, I feel in your process, you're still working through the anxiety. So, which is to me, I think is so special that you're here talking about it as you're going through it, because a lot of the conversations that I'm having is almost like after the fact where people Mm -hmm. have, have a really, um, what is it like external view of what they're going through? Whereas I feel like what right now in your position, you're more of like that in that internal space of like, going through it (laughs) yeah yeah so if you don't mind sharing a little bit about like where you know when did you maybe notice your anxiety first 
Um, what did you maybe start to do with your anxiety? And then where are you at now? Yeah, good questions. <laughs> so many. So many. Um, yeah, so I think it all started when I was really young mm -hmm. and I tried to express how I felt about doing certain like sports activities, music activities, just doing things that I really struggled doing them. Mm. Um, and I like internalized a lot of emotions and I mean, I externalized it too. Like I remember screaming, I hate you to my parents yeah. and like slamming yeah. the doors and just being really emotional, but also being really sad and mm. like, um, curling up in my closet and like making that a little safe haven. And I think I still have like drawings in my closet in my childhood wow. where I was like, just like, that was my safe, like, ah, just like drawing like Pinterest shit. Like it mm -hmm. was like. So that's where it started and then I think I grew up and I moved out of my home and like moved um, out east to Nova Scotia for school and was able to like separate myself from those emotions and be like, yo, who am I? Like, Ooh, I know I'm not this sad, angry person. Mm -hmm. Like, um, so let's do this shit. And like, I met a lot of people and I met, I met a few people. Nova Scotia is very small. <laughs> it was a school of like 3,000 kids. So I mainly met like this one gal and yeah. like, we just really connected on our struggles and like, she had a lot more than me and like different, but similar. Like we're all struggling, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and just going through university and like, um, I realized that I might have like general anxiety disorder because I like wouldn't be able to sleep and I've never been able to sleep. And now I'm like realizing like at that stage, oh my God, maybe the anxiety's the mm. thing that's not letting me sleep. Um, and then I went through university and I ended up doing really well <laughs> and like I ended up making a lot of good friends and like... Mm having a really good job and I also started smoking weed as like mm -hmm. something to help me through like my sleep problems and like I almost did it like during the day sometimes as like a restart like mm -hmm. I would like smoke have a shower and then get to work hmm. and that was kind of something I did um and then I moved back to Alberta mm -hmm. into Calgary in 2018 or 2019 I guess and it just takes a whole other form like mm. My anxiety, sometimes it's money related, sometimes it's sleeping, sometimes it's travel. Um, sometimes, you know, if my friends are running late or my families are running late or people just continuously cancel, like anxiety can come in so many different forms for me. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think I was starting to understand that. I went to a psychologist and actually got diagnosed um, with, what was it, like severe anxiety undiagnosed. So like they don't know what kind it is mm. and then... Um, I've also got some special depression situations, but mm -hmm. we won't well, get they into go They go together. They so yeah. go together. Like yeah. when my anxiety's high and my depression's high, it's like, yeah, girls, yeah. save yourself. And so yeah. that was something that actually did happen is my mm -hmm. depression and my anxiety got really bad. I ended up getting a good job. I moved out of my parents' house. I moved into this cute little studio apartment that I thought I was going to love. And then lockdown happened mm. and I had to work all from home 24 mm. seven. I was by myself. Um, there was like one window at the front. There wasn't a window in my bedroom. Like mm -hmm. it was all going to be fine in terms of like popping in and out of work. Right. But when work was all there, yeah. I exploded and I didn't yeah. do my work. I didn't mm -hmm. keep on everything. Like mm -hmm. I was working on moving into this apartment. I was like, Oh, I'm having fun. And like, you know, being an independent person and then low key mm -hmm. was exploding. Right. 
and then had to work <clears> for my parents' <throat> house for mm-hmm. almost a month, and it was yeah. really nice. It was very positive, and then I moved into this beautiful little yeah. apartment. Beep, beep. And, yeah, <laughs> beep, beep. Um, shit gets better, bam. But, like, this morning, you know, I'm, like, doing well and feeling fine, and then I'm, like, yeah, Rebecca, I actually need to talk. Like, I'm mm-hmm. actually anxious as hell. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, I don't know if that even made any sense, but that's my little journey, <clears> or, like, <throat> Yeah. Pardon me, I'm a little funny today. You're welcome. <laughs> but, well, no, but I was thinking as you were saying that, um, and like, I, again, I always say I'm not an expert. You know, you're mm-hmm. not an expert. Mm-hmm. Nobody is a really truly an expert at anything. We're always all learning. However, what I do know and understand is that anxiety is energy. And anxiety is like a really heightened state of energy. And so no, it makes sense. Like, no wonder, and that's a bad way, bad way to say it, but it makes sense that it trickles in to other areas and it's almost like tell me if I'm wrong because you have much more knowledge you've been to specialists you have much more depth behind anxiety than I do but my perception is like whatever you're doing the energy the anxiety will just be transferred to that and then if you're switching it's going to be transferred to that and so you know as I'm learning about emotions Mm -hmm. and not necessarily anxiety but I've learned, actually, I've learned to like sit in it yeah. and sit with it instead of trying to just like um, busy myself with something else. Because I was like, it, I noticed the feeling in my stomach never went away. Mm-hmm. And that was like an anxiety driven feeling in my stomach. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like it's just like I feel like if we don't pay attention to what the anxiety is actually telling us in the moment, then it won't go away and then we might seek external factors and external things to try and calm us down where it's like it's the energy's not going anywhere and it's also interesting to me that you like moved into a studio apartment that felt very confined and anxiety feels very confining you know like you feel like trapped in your in your energy i was trapped inside a trap like literally the worst i always think and this is just my mind this is just like i think this way but i'm always like the universe gave you that as a gift yeah to be like you know to to really heighten your anxiety to be like this is something that we want you to deal with yeah and you are which is so awesome oh yes um, so you have gone to a few specialists. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just totally curious to want to either share this with people, mm-hmm. um, or dig into it or talk about it, but which sort of specialists have you gone to and what sort of advice have they given you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> been to a lot of things mm-hmm. and listened to a lot of things. So I guess I started with just like general therapy, um, which is good because they talk or you talk to them mm-hmm. and they listen and they tell you that you're right and that your emotions are valid and blah, blah, blah. Right. And here are these exercises. <laughs> yeah. Here's 10 sheets of paper. Take them all <laughs> and I'll see you in two weeks. And what, were, like, what were the 10, like what were the papers that they would potentially give It you? would be like, oh, this is anxiety. And when you, when you experience an event, it like goes into... For me, mm. I just, like, never even absorbed that because I'm, like, I know. And there was a lot of just, mm. like, tell yourself it's okay and, like, the sort of, like, mindfulness. Mm. And um, and mm. that was nice because at least you're, like, oh, I'm valid. I'm heard. You know, if I talk to my parents, they might not understand it. And, mm. like, at least they're, like, but they can't tell you what's wrong. They can't be, like, oh, you have anxiety. Mm. They're, like, oh, you're having, like, 
symptoms of symptoms of anxiety. I see. And here's what you can do. So I learned a lot about mindfulness. I didn't go to those people very often because I a lot of the things I did do was just talk to my friends. Right. And I try and surround myself with people who I can talk to you. And if I can't talk to you, I'm not going to be your friend. Yeah, absolutely. And girlfriend, like, it is not you. It's like some people just aren't meant to be friends. And I think that is totally okay. Well, like, you need to be held right now with your anxiety. And, and, you know, even in in everyone's friendship, like, there's room to be held on both sides. Mm -hmm. But what you're going through is pretty substantial and you need to be held. And so if someone can't hold the space for your anxiety, your conversation, a freak out, then it's like, yeah, you can't, that's, it's so smart of you to do that. By so the way. I think I found that like going to therapists, like didn't got me. It didn't support me. I just kind of felt like I was talking at them and they were like, yeah, mindfulness. And I was like, God, mm-hmm. like interesting. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. once I like kind of had that like validation and like, Oh, like I'm not broken. I'm just anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, something I really wanted to do was go to a psychologist. And so I waited till I was back in Alberta to do that. So I was like, you know what, Nova Scotia's fab, but like, I don't want to get up in their medical business. Like, I'm actually okay. Um, so and so I like came back here and like met with someone and had, I don't know, maybe like four or five sessions. Yeah. I remember when I left the first one, she was like, oh, I think you have a panic disorder. I don't think you have anxiety, but we'll do oh. a test next time. And I was like, oh my God, I don't want to have a panic. Like, I've never thought about having wow. panic, but... Went back, like, the next session, and she was, like, we did our little, like, paper quizzes or whatever, and she was, like, yeah, yeah severely anxious and, okay. like, reoccurring depression, like, yeah. severe. And I'm, like, oh, yeah, checks out. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> and then I went to her, like, four times. And something really cool that she taught me, actually, mm-hmm. along with, like, getting diagnosed, which I think is really important just to, like, know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I happening for a reason yes um is like this monkey in your mind mm, so yeah, for yeah. anxiety yeah and it's funny because like my mom knew about it but like none of my other friends know about it about the monkey about the monkey <laughs> so okay so monkey imagine like the monkey in like the grinch right yeah and so he's in your mind or she whatever they're in your mind <laughs> like, yeah clapping away and let's say you wake up and you're like, I'm going to do a YouTube video today, yeah. which is what I did wake up thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my anxiety monkey was like, LOL, what are you going to wear? You're going to look so silly. Mm. Oh my God, what are you going to do to your hair? Like, you're mm. going to look like a mom. Ha hmm. <laughs> ha, like, um, like you're going to run late. It's not going to look great. So all these things that this monkey's doing. Hmm. And what she told me to do, she was like, don't like screw that monkey man like yeah. this monkey's just screwing you up this monkey's yeah. just like distracting you being like N-O-N. yeah um so like something she said was she was like okay when you're going to the gym and the monkey's like everyone's gonna be staring at you and like you're gonna be judged and lol yeah. why are you even going right she's like put that monkey in a tracksuit yes <laughs> put on his little sneakers and be like come on monkey we're Aww. going to the gym and oh then be like, yeah, monkey. And yeah. then you're like, hey, I have not taken monkey to the gym. <laughs> um, with that said, but like that's something I think really cool that I learned. It's almost like befriending that voice, that monkey. It's like, I'm not going to ignore it. I'm not going to listen to it. I'm just going to be like, yo, bud. Yeah. Like, hey, buddy, I love you, but this is what we're going to be doing. Yeah. And like, come join. It'll be fun. It'll be I, that makes sense, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's interesting. So, and then Mm -hmm. I guess another thing that I've done recently is, um, now I'm seeing, or now I'm talking to a therapist in my 
family doctor, so it's all paid for by healthcare. Yeah. They're 30 minute sessions, but they're free and they're great. Oh yeah, you said you've you really been liking them. I like them. I think that they're easy breezy um, and just someone to talk to. And then a sleep therapist, mm -hmm. which I've been to one session and I dipped on the follow-up, but I need to reschedule that, but that's something that also I'm doing. Can I go back to these 30 minute sessions? Yes. Um, you don't have to share what, but yeah. like, um, or like the information that you're sharing with them, but like, what is the premise of these 30 minute conversations? Well, I went to my doctor and like, I'm on antidepressants. Yeah. And so whenever I go in there, she's like, what's up? And I'm like, oh, struggling. Yeah. And she's like, well, if you ever want to talk to someone, like, first of all, call us if you're ever like really down. And I'm yeah. like, thank you. Uh -huh. And then they have a man and a woman who are like, behavioral consultant sort of thing I don't okay. know, they have these fancy, fancy pretty much just the mindfulness people that I was talking about but I wanted to talk to them just because like I mean you as an example like you talk to someone regularly mm -hmm. oh yeah everyone like oh, like people have talked to their therapist regularly and I want to yeah. have that relationship but like I always just get salty and I run away from them because I'm like oh you're not helping oh you're just getting mad at me oh you're telling me to go to the gym mm -hmm. and so the fact that they're free Wow, yeah. Is like comforting. Girl, why not? Yeah. Like it's not like you're paying a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks wow. to see someone who's just gonna talk at you and make you feel like shit. It's like, no, it's free, it's thirty minutes and like Yeah. Get a little option. I remember so okay, I'm trying to think of something I related to you when you said something. So I in university, um I loved university, finished it got the degree, whatever, but I wasn't dancing and I was doing something for someone else, like for the voices outside of myself, you know, go to university, otherwise you're not going to ever have money or something like that, whatever it was. Yeah. So, and I wasn't dancing and because I wasn't dancing and focusing on my true self, I became situationally depressed. And I remember being at the university with my head down on the de on like desks everywhere, just like crying and oh it's so but oh I, and so I remember my um my family were all in the police force at the time and um there was free then counseling for like the family so I ended up going to see a psychologist I don't remember what the actual classification was it wasn't a psychiatrist because there were well she did give me drugs but whatever <laughs> but anyways I went to go speak with someone and she brought up um issues from my past and I initially was like, boosh, and I left and I didn't go back for six months because I wasn't ready to face it. And I think that's like when you were talking about your version or your, um, sorry, your journey in that you went to go speak to someone and it was like the mindfulness at the very beginning and you weren't, you weren't ready to face it, Yeah, you know, and, and that's all valid. Like facing your shit is scary it's so scary because you know deep down that as soon as you start talking about it it's gonna rip you open and like what the hell is gonna be there it's scary I don't like it that's kind of how the relationship ended with my psychologist is like she we were like talking about going to the gym and she was like yeah but like okay there's like working out where it's like bad or I don't want to, but then your endorphins are flowing and you feel so good. And I'm like, I don't get that. Like, yeah. I don't know. And she was like, we need to talk about that next time. And I was like, girl, you don't even know. And so I just like, didn't go back. I yeah. literally didn't go back. Yeah. Yeah. 
I still feel guilty about that. But no. I'm not, and I still haven't gone to the gym, and I still haven't put my little monkey in his little workout pants. But I'm not ready yet. But he, exactly. And, and I separated that. I was like, I'm not ready for that yet, but I'm ready to eat well, sleep yes, well, talk exactly. to people, drink water, stretch, and then I'll fucking go to the gym. But hold on. There's, there's, oh, no. Oh, my God. I swear all the time. It's totally fine. But I think there's something to be said about that. And I, I honestly think that we're learning here right now in this space is that not everything is going to work for everyone. And I think there's also like a, an odd, like, of course, working out it increases endorphins. Understandable. I respect that. Exactly. But it's not right for you. And I think that sometimes I feel like you, me, us, we're not heard properly. And I do this to other people where if they come to me with something, I'll put my shit on them and be like, well, obviously this is your solution. And they're like, yeah, bye, no. You know, so I do this too. I'm not blaming anyone, but I think there's a thing where we like, we just want to help. And then, so we place these like, well, here's the formula to help you get better. And it's like, but life is not a formula. I am not a formula. There's a lot of things to be figured out here. And this is what I'm comfortable with right now. And I want to work within here. If you don't work with me within that, then you should get rid of them. And it's not personal. Yeah. Like I don't having guilt around that sure fair it's all valid of course but at the same time it's like it wasn't working for you and that's beautiful yeah. and the fact that you were also in your anxiety in your depression in all of that were able to recognize that that wasn't right for you when you left that like fuck yeah mm -hmm. like hell yes because oh. you knew something wasn't right yeah that's beautiful well, there's just so many like there's so many aspects of anxiety and like at least of my anxiety like, what do you mean by that? Like, I, I think that there's like, there's like the sleep aspect, there's the food, there's the drinking, there's the friends, there's the family, there's the money. And is it that like everything? There's the working out. And like, these are all different things okay. that like stress me out, but I can work on them. Like, oh, I see. You know, if I'm like, oh, my diet's getting better. I'm doing well. Like a couple weeks ago, I think I was eating out like two times a week or something and mm -hmm. I was wasting so much money so I wasn't eating well and my money was going to shit interesting and so those were like two things and I was like with these things going on I need to like I need to work on specific things first mm -hmm. before I can like tackle the larger thing okay you know what I'm gonna try and explain this better yeah no this okay. is good this, I love this yeah something yeah. else I learned I listen to podcasts I love podcasts. Oh my god, you're on now. <laughs> oh my god, you're on now. <laughs> Sorry. You're so cute. I love it. I am. This is so exciting. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, specifically, there was one called The Anxious Achiever. Mm. Because anxious people want to achieve. Yes. Because we have this idea that like we need to do this and this and this and it's going to be great. But then, oh, it's so hard. Mm. Like anxiety. And so on one of the episodes, they were like, okay, imagine you're like as a human, like mm -hmm. you're a ball. And then like every time you need to do something or you feel like you need to do something or you actually do, it kind of like adds a layer to that ball. Right. And so like it makes it tighter and heavier and like bigger, uh, bigger, okay. everything. Like okay. I imagine it to be like, like a dodgeball slash balloon kind of situation. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like a small balloon layer. Mm -hmm. And like it doesn't add much, mm. you know, like it's it's not bad. But like, you know how tight you can feel when you're really anxious? Mm -hmm. And like when you start slicing those layers, like to sit in your anxiety, like you said, mm -hmm. and to take care of the things that you need to take. I think sitting in it is really important, but making a list and doing the stuff that you need to do. Mm -hmm. Lean into it. 
lean into the discomfort, mm. Ooh. take the pain away. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, I wrote something down and it was like, yeah, if you just like do the things that make you uncomfortable, you'll feel lighter, you'll feel better. Be hmm. smart, be proud, and be strong. Wow. And like be strong, be smart, be proud. All those things like mm. we want to be strong because we are strong, but we feel weak all the time. I do at least. I feel so small and so tired all the time. Right. Um, smart. I know I'm smart. There's no such thing as like smart oh, yeah. people. It's just like how much work you put into it. Like yeah. I was pretty stupid in high school and I was really stressed oh. and, but like, you know, I was stupid, but I wasn't like, I was just stressed and I couldn't work on it. There you go. That's and then in university, you learn <laughs> that like, you, know? <laughs> you learn that there's no such thing as smart people. It's just like how much work yes. you put into it. So yeah. I'm like, Hey, if I just put work into my work, yeah. then I'll be like the best person there and yeah. be owning all of you in five years, JK lol. But right. <laughs> <laughs> and then like be proud. Aww. That proud, I think, was something that I've never thought about Aww. up until listening to this Anxious Achiever podcast. Yeah. Theories mm-hmm. popping up in my mind. Okay. Something that I have been working on with my life coach is worthiness in the existence of nothing. So, and let me know your thoughts. This is yes. just a combo for sure. So, COVID literally took everything away from me (laughs) finances locations jobs career path uh you know friends even because I had to move in it or I didn't have to I chose to move to like be safe or whatever and um I personally talking about the anxious achiever I personally attached all like almost all of my value in my career in my dance in my choreography and when that got kind of taken away and still is right now a bit like yes you can do little things but it's the, the world's not spinning you're in not the same choreography <laughs> no yeah like it's not that's not my main dough anymore yeah. and so I started to oh gosh like I felt like I was a failure like I felt that I wasn't succeeding. I felt that I wasn't achieving anything. And my life coach is kind of helping me through that being like, well, hold on a minute. You're now taking care of your community life. Mm -hmm. You are taking care of your um, like mental life. You're taking care of your physical life. Like you're taking care of all these other aspects that are just as important. And so she kind of was trying to help challenge me on the fact that this like sense of Again, anxiety is energy, which can be good for getting shit done. And it, it, it is good for getting things done. It can be healthy, can be. Um, but it's also like, what if, she kept being like, what if you have nothing? Who are you without any of that? Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like a hard, like, I don't know what it felt like, like kind of like a punch or like a nudge of like, you are everything and more without yeah. any of that, without a relationship, without finances, without... What are you without all of those, in quotations, achievements? And I, like, fought that because I was like, well, you know, I tried to make excuses or something. But then as I got into it, I was like, oh, my gosh. I am so beautiful without anything. I am enough without any of these external validations or whatever those are. And that's something I'm still practicing. And so like my 
my conversation here as someone that you're, you know, you're right in the thick of the anxiety um, stage is like, how does something like that sound to you? What does that do? What does that feel like? Is Does that sound like something that's unattainable? Is it something that doesn't sound related? Like, how does that feel hearing things like that, I guess? Yeah, no, it like, it bites, like it sucks. Like, it's not nice knowing that like, like you want life to be easy and you want to do things that make you happy and do things that fulfill you. And um, like for me, like I'm 24 years old, like I'm still trying to figure out who I am, what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Like um, I want to start this YouTube channel. And Which I can't wait to plug later. We're going to plug that shit later. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to work on our first or my first video today. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, I want, I want to achieve happiness. I right. think is what my thing is and like I still haven't done that like whereas maybe you found that happiness in choreography and in dance and maybe in that but I'm still mm. really trying to track that shit down I don't know are you I'm relating like, it to purpose or I, in anxious achievers like in in regards to anxious achievers who I think we are and most of the women in this building and women in my life and everyone's anxious. Yeah. But like, um, I just think that it's worth the time to just like relax and get through it and like pick away at that list and pick away at that ball and yeah, do things like little things that make you happy. And I think that like, I don't know, maybe this podcast for you, you talking to your friends, helping me with this YouTube channel. <laughs> um, like, hopefully would make that happy I don't really know if I'm answering the question right. no you are you are I'm spinning it's not this is your honestly it's brilliant um I'm spinning because I'm just trying to understand it more yeah is like it's so interesting because you know a lot of people do look at someone like myself who has dance and it's just like it's just me like it's just my blood and 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 a lot of people look at that with like envy or that like they want to achieve that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but that isn't, as I'm learning, that isn't happiness. That's a part of it. That's a small part of it. Happiness also, my dad used to always be like, happiness is such like a, like there should be like joy or gratitude. And I like understand what he's trying to say. I hear that too. People yeah. tell me that too. Yeah, it's very interesting because the happiness is fair. It's it's I understand it. But there is happiness is 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 and you can't attain happiness. No. Happiness just is. Happiness is a process. All emotions are a process. There's no like I have not achieved happiness. Just, like I haven't. What I have done is recognize when I feel happy and when I don't feel happy and that's a process that's the process of finding joy if that's the right word that's the it's it's literally recognizing that it's never answered there yeah. is not one thing that will answer that and that it's literally truly as i'm discovering and again i might not know what the fuck i'm talking about but there's validity to my feelings when I say this is like, it's literally just been about tapping into my intuition and like uncovering what's actually going on for me. Mm -hmm. And everyone's different. Like mm -hmm. everyone has a different mm -hmm. ball of anxiety. Everyone has a different level of, of anxiety. Everyone has a, everyone feels and experiences anxiety. Yeah. It's just a matter of like, 
I don't know. And again, let me know what you think. Yeah. Um, is it, is it that that person who deals with anxiety well listens to it and acknowledges it and does something about it right away? Like, and then, you know, or is it that like when we get super anxious, which like the other night was so anxious, I texted a bunch of people being like, help, because I was, I was in it. And then I like had to sit in the bath and sit with it, which I was like, fuck you, everyone. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but like, you know, when you're at that heightened state, it's really hard to bring yourself down, but it's saying something to you. Yeah. And that's kind of, I remember even talking with you before, I remember kind of either hinting that and I didn't know what I was saying, but I was like trying to be like, well, what is your anxiety telling you? And I also, like, there's validity to that question, but there's also validity to being like, I don't know because there's so much anxiety here. Yeah. So, so I think, yeah, a lot of the times when people are like, why are you anxious? Or like, what's making you anxious? I'm like, are you serious? Do you really want to get into this? Right. And like, how I like, usually I'm like, ugh. Okay, mm, so, okay, well, there's this, and there's this, and there's that, and there's this, and there's this, and there's this ball of layers. Yeah. Like, it's not just one thing, babe. Like, there's a million things. So to ask that question is almost unfair because there's just too many things to do. It's like, okay, okay, and then okay. when you were talking about it, I was like, yeah, we all, like, get anxious, Yeah, I think. So, like, there's having anxiety, which is, like, crippling, takes you Got down, it. like, boof boof like needs to take some meds for it and then there's like having anxious feelings and I think that like okay everyone has this ball but it's just a matter of like how we do it and I think when we were talking I was like the anxious achievers is that like we feel like we need to give the best product we need to work all the time we need to always be on we can't just go in the bath and cry and like watch Moana like we can't just have that slap it yesterday (laughs) no yeah no and me two days like I did it first and I told her about it and then she followed me I saw it on Disney Plus we have the same account she's on mine okay anyways um it's like like constantly just being like I need to do stuff walk up shit and then explode Ooh, yes Okay, 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 okay. If I am to play my life coach back to me to you, what what if you did nothing? What if you did nothing and achieved nothing? Okay, so I want to get a van. Yeah. And drive and be free and be happy. I want to do nothing. Yeah, which is like so beautiful. And and the, okay, so let's kind of talk about your YouTube yeah. thing. So what's your channel going to be called? Okay, so it's <laughs> I'm so pumped. It's called I think it's called Touching Stuff and Doing Things. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a funny name, but it's just kind of a funny idea. Like I want to find things, activities, stuff, people that just make me happy Mm -hmm. and like you said before you know like I realize that it's not just like oh I'll do these things and I'll just be happy no it's like a constant effort and Mm -hmm. it's like constantly doing things and I want to cook I want to try carpentry I want to paint I want to go on thrift store adventures like I want to just have honest talks Mm -hmm. and I want I I feel like I'm a happy person, mm-hmm. but like yo I struggle mm-hmm. and I get down on myself and like I I want to touch stuff and I want to do things mm-hmm. and I'm not great at everything mm-hmm. and like I think I said earlier like I really struggled growing up with like sports and activities and music, 
but like I know that I like doing this stuff, mm-hmm. but it just stresses me out. Mm-hmm. And so I want to do things and show people that they can also do things or just watch me do things that are going to make them happy. Mm-hmm. Touching stuff and doing things. I, I, first of all, I love it. And then so, um, you know, you're, the coolest part about that to me is that what you're doing is sharing your journey of discovering what does and doesn't make you tick or what does and doesn't feel right. Yeah. And you're sharing the process of finding your, I'm going to say intuition almost like in that moment when you're doing something, it's not about the result, which is so beautiful for like your journey. If you think about it, like this is huge. Yeah. It's not about the quality of the table. It's about like bing, bang, boom. Oh my God, look what I did. Like I literally think you have found your purpose right now (laughs) in that. And that can change, right? Things can always change. But right now it's again, like I'm so impressed and like just in awe of you because you're like, okay, I've dealt with anxiety and guess what I want to do. I want to put together a YouTube channel where I figure my shit out and share it so I can help people like, Oh, like jaw drop, like on the floor drools coming out. Like so good. And, um, like, and that's just life too, is that there doesn't need to be a specific end result. And I'm even learning that through this podcast. This season has been a shit show, like zoom chats because of COVID my mic that I bought isn't so great, you know, but it's like, but that doesn't, it doesn't matter. And your process in that their end result doesn't matter. And that, I think if you think about it, I mean, it might not solve everything for you, but I think that will help with your anxiety. Well, it makes me really, even just like you talking about it, I just got like this wave of like, oh my God, I'm going to have to edit it. And then I'm going to have to do it like once a week. But no, that's when we like, come in. That's the anxious yeah, achiever. Right. That's the anxiety. Right. That's the, okay, recognize how I feel. And like, yeah. yeah so like Rebecca and I were going to work on my video today. We we're going to work on the podcast mm-hmm. and like maybe do something else. Like, or maybe like another sous chef thing. Mm-hmm. But I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I just need to like talk right now. Like I'm so mm-hmm. anxious. Mm-hmm. I'm so ready for mm-hmm. this journey, mm-hmm. but I'm so anxious. Well, it's scary. It's scary because this is personal to you. It's also helping you and it's also going to be when you put anything out there yeah it's nerve-wracking that's beautiful like you're that anxiety is trying to protect you from something like when you put things out into the world you're gonna get lash you're gonna get like shit talked you're gonna maybe you won't but like I sure did when I did the unintentional porn star yeah shit got thrown to me but I was ready for it I was nervous because my body was going you're gonna deal with some adversity here and that's kind of what you're doing. It's so brave, though. I think it's going to feel really good. Oh, my gosh. And, like, if you just keep, you know, as a performer, you're taught to just, like, keep going. You fucked up. It's like, mm-hmm. do it again. <laughs> I have no choice but to do it right now. You know? So it's, like, it's almost just, like, practicing. Yeah. And I think that, too, that's with journey is, like, things are just, like, even like you said earlier with, with your um, schooling is like if you practice something enough you're going to be fucking good at it guess yeah. who's going to be a master of their anxiety you and you already are because you're taking the steps to do it yeah like that's massive okay so now that you're going to be doing touching stuff and doing things and then your end goal is to as you mentioned get a van what else, what do you want to do with that van like what do you okay. see i'm so excited about this yeah. so everyone's <laughs> doing it and i'm like I'm going to hop on that bandwagon. Yeah, fuck it. That's what I do. Your journey's different. (laughs) Everyone's journey's different. Yeah, Yeah. but it's a good good journey. And so, yeah, I want to, um, or I'm going to save up and buy, like, a van bus kind of situation. And 
and it's either going to be redone already or I'll do it myself. Um, I think me and my dad would be like, so like and my sister's moving home and I know like us Goyles would love to just get in there and like, bang some shit yeah, up fuck yeah. build a sink. Oh, <laughs> And so, yeah, I want to um, make this beautiful little van and mm. save some money. And um, I guess first I'll just go on little weekend trips. Yeah. Park, chill, eat good food, wake up early. I like waking up early, but waking up early stresses me out. Really? Anxiety. Interesting. Yeah. It's so painful. Aw. Um, we, hug, we hug your anxiety. I'm yes. You hug my anxiety. I love your anxiety. Me too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would love to do that. That's And then go on, like, a big trip. And eventually, do you see it being, like, a full-time thing? Or, like, what? Or do you not know yet? Or, like, where's your mindset? I think it'll be interesting to see how this, like, YouTube thing goes. And if mm. I like it. And, I mean... Um, Right now, I'm working like a nine to five mm-hmm. and making decent money, and I'm quite happy with like my job. Um, so I think I'm just gonna keep doing that and like try and save some money. Haven't done it yet, sounds great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then be able to like just kick off and travel for like a year, like that would be mm-hmm. goals, okay. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then see what happens kind of thing. Yeah, but, like, I also can see myself, like, earning some money on the road doing stuff. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, I really like talking to people and selling stuff. And, like, consumer goods are, like... Oh, my gosh, sell your shit that you make? That yeah. So okay, yeah. So I also really like doing, like, embroidery and, like, cro- Yeah. Oh I haven't thought about that in a minute, like actually. Or, like... Okay, well, we can talk about that later because yeah. it's exciting. I'm so pumped. Um... Okay, so I oh, just need a second to like put this yeah all together. Listen to the bells. I wonder if you can hear them on here. Probably not. Um. Okay, so if, I guess within this conversation, I feel like um, I want to almost move into ageism, but I want to also because it, I think this has to do with even our us having the ability to talk to each other. But um, I guess before moving into that, um, I don't know, everything in me wants to be like, do you know how badass you are? Like, that's literally what I want to say. And like how smart, brave, beautiful, like, oh, like you are just a hero. And I'm just, I'm... I don't know. I I'm just like to... tearing up. Uh, <laughs> My veins uh. popping. <laughs> no. But you're really, you're taking action and you're putting in the work for yourself. And it's scary. And like you've shared how scary it can be. And I don't even think we understand the depth of how scared and anxious you can feel at times. And the fact that you're here standing up, you're talking, you're doing these beautiful touch and stuff and doing things coming up, like you're doing it. Like, fuck yes. And like, let's take a second with that because like, seriously. It feels good. It's so scary. Thank you for saying that. Uh, It's so scary. I understand. And I, and it's so beautiful because you're doing it. If something, something's telling you to do it. Intuitively, something is telling you to do it. It feels right. Oh, and it's scary. It's gonna be so good. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait. This woman's hilarious. It's gonna be so good. 
But yeah, no, I was like, Rebecca, I need you to come babysit me and like just come and support. This is and what I do you know, though. Producer, director, uh, 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 arts, uh, arts, uh, arts, uh, arts, uh, arts, uh, arts, 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 That'll be your little logo. I'll be your cheer. Art, 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 art. Touching stuff and doing things. Art, art. And they're gonna be like, oh, you're so. No, she's trying. Nah, fuck it. You're like, yeah, fuck it. Look at it go. It'll be so good. (laughs) Okay, um, and this kind of left field moving into ageism, but I do want to slightly just bring it up. I don't think this needs to be a huge conversation, but you and I have connected. Like, what are we like? Basically, ten years apart. Yeah. And, um. I really want to talk about ageism. Live it, live it, get it. It is the last prejudice that we all stand for and do, but it's the only group that we're all going to be a part of. What do you mean? So ageism, sexism, racism, Mm -hmm. um, ageism, we all like, well, okay, when people get a certain age, we're like, oh, you're kicked out of society. Like, when you're, like, 80 mm. and you're like, oh, you're kind of weak. Oh, I'm just going to pass you. Oh, like, we all talk to them like they're old people. Mm-hmm. Do the same thing with little kids. You talk mm-hmm. to them like they're babies. And, mm-hmm. like, I was a swim teacher and, like, I not that that matters, but just that I, like, spent time with the kids and, like, I just love them. And I love talking to them like I'm talking to you being like, yo, mm-hmm. what's your favorite book? That's crazy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like just like having that honest thing and then like okay meeting you and being like 10 years older and like I've had a couple other relationships people who are like in their 30s and like it's just so pure and lovely and I'm like "Mm, we're all best friends like what's Mm -hmm. up and then like people like my parents age who I'm like y'all let's like talk about stuff Mm -hmm. and they're like you don't understand and you're like I know more than you think I know and also give me a chance Ooh, can I say something to tie it back to anxiety right now, in a yeah. sense? Is that, like, yes. And I don't know if this is a genera- generational thing or what. It doesn't matter. It could be, like, a whole, like, freaking eight, like, um, like, um, like, prehistoric ages to this ages. To, like, it could be a huge thing yeah. that's going on. And there is a big shift into consciousness and conversations around it. But it's, like, little kids, when they first feel anxiety, they're smart. Like kids are smart. We were smart. And when you first felt that anxiety, you knew something wasn't right. But, and it's not our parents' fault. It's not our, it's not society's fault. It's not anyone's fault because everyone was just doing the best that they can. And like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. We love you. Like life is life. It's an interesting bucket of life. Yeah. But it's like, but I almost feel like the conversation because of ageism, potentially there wasn't space to be like, hey, little eight-year-old or 11-year-old Natalie, like, what do you need right now? Why are you feeling like there wasn't that space to discover what was going on in those moments? And even for me, I look back and like, you know, I knew I felt unsafe in a certain ways. Not Nothing bad was actually like happening, but as a child, um, things just didn't necessarily feel right and it's no one's fault. But like, I knew when I didn't feel safe and then I never dealt with it. Mm-hmm. And it perpetuated and grew and it turned into like habits as I got older and like things that I did. And it's like, there wasn't the, you know, like the, the ageism thing wasn't like, Hey, little Rebecca, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I just had a very interesting thought Ooh, and I was like, okay, thinking about little guys, like little kids and just being like, Oh, like we don't know what's going on, but we know what's going on. Like mm-hmm. we just want to talk. We're curious. We want to touch stuff and do things. Hey. And, um, mm-hmm. 
for all ages. For all, <laughs> sorry. But it's true. Yes. Ooh, yes. Because like, okay, so Ooh. I was just thinking about like old people hanging out with young people, like, mm-hmm. and you, I kind of like, I don't know why I have this image of like old people hanging out with young people and it being like really good and like mm-hmm. being kids, like hanging out with children and then being able to like talk to each other because they're like, the kids aren't like, oh, you're old. Like mm-hmm. you're not a member of society. Like you don't have a job. Like you're have a cane and you can't walk. Mm-hmm. And the kids are like, here you are. Let's mm-hmm. chat. And they, and the old people are like, they can talk because there's no judgment coming from these mm-hmm. kids. Ooh. And like, I feel like, yeah, there is like some judgment coming from like some generations and mm-hmm. like, I just love having honest conversations with everyone mm-hmm. and like not being like, you don't understand. I just mm-hmm. feel like I hear that all the time from people mm-hmm. like my parents age like again god bless my parents you know course, like had yeah. a great childhood we yeah. hang out like every week yeah um, so cute. <laughs> but like i just really like talking to old people way more than i like talking to like people in their 50s or 60s like people in their yeah. 80s and beyond because mm-hmm. it's like you're either like the happiest person ever and mm-hmm. like i love it and we're like gonna laugh the whole time or you're gonna be like kind of cranky but like straight up yeah 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 and like, i'm like this is what i am <laughs> I, and i'm like yo that's fine like do yeah. you want a glass of water yeah and they're like sure and i'm like do you want to play some crib and it's like sure and then we have a great time there's something that kind of like mushes my heart a little bit with seniors and this is um I don't know if this is more like North American or what I can classify it as but there's a big disconnect and and yeah like almost like a sense of like downgrade when you become a certain age because there's fear about your body um giving out or your mind giving out and people having to take care of you and not being able to make money whereas it's like the respect that I'm discovering like even okay Moana for example like in different cultures, right? But they celebrate yeah. the wisdom and like I'm possibly in indigenous cultures is what I've what I've noticed and again I could be wrong, but there's a sense of honor to growing and aging and a sense of care and respect. And I I highly, I mean, I don't know, to please converse talk with us back if yeah. you if you have more insight, but in those situations where there's honor and respect for any age, there's no talking down to, there's no like baby talk. There's no senior talk. It's just connecting with a beautiful soul who has lived through so much and in talking like of the older ages and who are there to help guide us in those manners. Like to me, you know, I just think there's so much to learn and they had their own life experiences. They had their own things and like, nobody's perfect. Nobody's going to have just the right thing to say, but also maybe they do because they've been through so much. You know what? And like, I, I talked to like, okay, I really liked when you brought Moana because like, and this scene, she's like, I'm just the crazy old lady in the village. And Moana's like, she knows that she's not. She's yeah. like, grandma, I'm like, no, you're like, obviously you see something. And she's yeah. like, but everyone else doesn't because they're all in these like, trapped images and like what is the truth but the moana and the grandma both know that that's not the truth because they can see more yeah um there was something else oh crap i forget now it's okay that happens to me all the time (laughs) but i just think that yeah like people in their 50s aren't willing to have that conversation as much as people in their 80s are oh relationships love Ooh, tell me more what do you mean so (laughs) just that like me 24 you what 34 i think (laughs) yeah age you know on the chart um (laughs) like my parents my grandparents um 
I don't really know anyone younger than me, <laughs> but we're all going through like, like you're always going through relationship struggles. Like mm -hmm. you're always being like, what do I need? Like, do mm -hmm. you love me? Do you want to spend time with me? Mm -hmm. Like we constantly need to like have like these same adolescent conversations with oh. between like whether you're with like, you know, whatever, whoever your partner is like, we all need to like have these conversations again and again and again. Yes. And we all are constantly changing oh. and shifting. Wow. And it's almost like checking in with your inner child constantly. Totally. Wow. But it's like, it's like we all have them. Yes. And so for like, you know, people in their sixties to just be like, Oh, you don't understand. Like this isn't something, you know, mm. and you're like, then tell me, like, let's talk about it. Like, it's probably not something you know either. Right. And also, even if someone was to say that to you, it's like, how do you know I don't know? Like, sure, I let's don't know has the... Exactly. Like, I think conversation is so important because it's just discovering what you need in that moment. And every moment's different. Yeah. And, and like, my experiences in university probably are the same as, like, my parents' experiences oh, in heck like, no. university. So, like, I can probably bring something to light. Every, like, everyone everyone has something to valid to say. I, I remember teaching kids dance for many years, and they would teach me so much much yeah. like honestly every day I would leave being like wow that beautiful little three-year-old taught me some huge lesson today I miss hanging out with kids you know um I also yes you're right about the relationships I also think that um society determines relationships and and focuses it on just like romantic relationships whereas something I've been really learning in this last yes. year is expanding relationships to friends family strangers lovers all these things and that like even in a conversation with a stranger there's an opportunity to sit into yourself and be like what do I need right now like do I actually is this conversation actually something that feels right if it's not it's like thank you so much I enjoyed meeting you I need to go to the grocery store or whatever like it can it can it can happen in any type of relationship where you have to constantly check in. I think that's on self responsibility to do that. And then finding people and friendships and relationships that will go there with you and allow those questions to be had and also that they do it too. So like meeting all of you beautiful women, like there is, we're, what are we? We're like 20, I don't know, 22 to like 36 potentially, or maybe th maybe I'm the oldest one. I don't know. 24 to, yeah, probably 36. So okay. I, either way, it's like, regardless of age, regardless of if it's a, what type of relationship it is, like we always have so much ability to be like, what do we need right now? And like, you know, I'll hermit for like a week yes. or all of a sudden we'll all be slamming each other's doors down. I'll be like, oh, 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 oh. Like, like that's this weekend. This weekend we're like, oh, Tomorrow I'm a little party. Yesterday I yeah. think some people got together. Like it's a birthday, but and next week we're all gonna hermit ourselves. I'm, sure. I'm sure of it. It'll be beautiful. But I think I think if there's one thing from the ages and conversation and, yeah. and from that I'm like gathering from even us talking right now is that it's a soul connection. Yeah. And souls can connect at any age, any time, any amount of time, and. I think there's so much beauty in honoring and respecting the connection mm -hmm. without all of the prejudices and isms and this and that. It's like, what is this beautiful connection here for yeah. right now? And that's why I just wanted to talk about it. It's like, we don't need, like, we just need to acknowledge that ageism exists. Yes. And to approach every conversation with whoever you're with, like stranger, age, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Just with the same 
like tone that you and I talk with like, like in a real authentic way we're all equals we're all the same like mm. age gender race mm -hmm. like we're all in the human race like yeah be nice be kind be sweet have the conversations listen mm -hmm. don't shut it down be curious be curious we've mm -hmm. all gone through very different experiences like we all struggle with anxiety and like mm -hmm. self-image and relationships mm. ready for it are you ready for this i oh, think God. that even with loving and respecting and honoring and being curious will we actually have space to listen to each other and will anxiety slowly diminish mm -hmm. that's my theory i like it <sighs> well we'll see what happens but that sounds nice <laughs> it feels right well, kind of like if there's more space to explore who we are and to be yeah. who we are and to express who we are with curiosity, compassion, regardless of, again, all these things we're talking about, then that's love. Yeah. It's talk. It's play. It's and then listening. We, yeah. It's talking. And then we don't need to push ourselves or yell to be heard or do things to be seen. It's like, no, you are seen and heard right now. You're fine, sweetie. Yeah. It's kind of something I always think about. It's like love you're fine yeah like sh it's okay you're safe you're so safe i have to repeat that to myself a lot right now because i'm moving through some uncomfortable things and like touching on some very uncomfortable things within myself and i as i'm shifting out of them i want to move through them and pass them and release them it's like that's something just to keep saying for anxiety too you are safe but sometimes you need to scream into a pillow for a second and then come out and be like, okay, you're fine, it's safe. And that, but that's still safe. To yeah. scream into a pillow, that's that should be considered safe. Yeah, it is. And it is because... And it's all just release. Exactly. I like to journal. Make yeah. A, make a list. Yeah. Whenever you're feeling stressed. This one's journals are fucking insanely beautiful. Like, they're gorgeous. Like, <laughs> I would buy them to look at them. Like, they're, like, <laughs> Showing people them, I'm like... Okay, so, like, I trust you, but, like, don't judge me. No, I'm an awe. And they're like, what? Are you crazy? And I'm like, I'm not not crazy. <laughs> this is what my anxiety has brought out. A beautiful, gorgeous book. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Aw. Well, here, let's cheers. Wow. I'm at the bottom of my coffee now. Cheers. Cheers. I love you. I love you, too. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening in on our anxiety and ageism chat. This has been lovely, everyone. And stay tuned and look out for touching stuff and doing things. It's starting to build. Yeah. Nat Kaluznik. Yep. Here we go. Wait. There's a few things. The monkey. And then... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Yes. For more information, please visit theunintentionalpornstar.com. There you can find links to the first season's podcast, my books, to a course that I'm creating, and many different features that will link you in to what my life has been like as a dance choreographer. Thank you so much for listening. I'm really grateful for our connection together through this podcast. And please remember that if you need some serious help, there are some seriously amazing people ready for you. Asking for help means you are strong. I love you so much. You are so amazing. I truly mean that. And I can't wait to connect with you somehow, somewhere in the future.